I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Apple has been working hard over the past few years to build its image as a company that cares about user privacy. I mean, it's hard to miss their 40-foot iPhone billboards that carry the tagline "Privacy, that's iPhone." And this marketing campaign has played a significant role in attracting new customers. In fact, Apple settings are such that it's supposed to give users transparency and control over the data they share with apps. Here's a problem though. The company is being sued for doing exactly the opposite, collecting user data discreetly. Yep. What is that saying? All talk no show. That's what this is looking like. According to a Gizmodo report, even when a user disables tracking, Apple allegedly continues to collect specific information about you through its own apps, which appear to be a stark contradiction to Apple's own campaign of how the privacy protection functions. The issue was discovered by two independent researchers, Tommy Misk and Talal Hajbakri, who were working for the software company Misk, who revealed that Apple's data collection was unaffected by privacy settings and continued to track users. And this revelation has gotten Apple into trouble. As per reports, the company now faces a lawsuit. It's being accused of having violated the California Invasion of Privacy Act. The two independent researchers also found out that Apple didn't collect any information from health and wallet apps. The apps that it chose for that were Apple Music, Apple TV, books, the iTunes Store, and stocks. For instance, as per their findings, through stock apps, Apple receives data on shared information like the names of stocks you viewed or searched for, the timestamps associated with those activities, as well as a record of any news article you viewed in the app. So, what happens in an iPhone turns out doesn't stay in the iPhone. It's also noteworthy that Apple's app tracking transparency or ATT and the recently implemented privacy changes in the App Store have increased the company's advertising revenue and enabled it to break the Facebook Google advertising monopoly. Apple obviously wants to expand its business, especially by diversifying into digital advertising, but with these lawsuits hanging over their heads, Privacy concerns have significantly grown. Apple hasn't responded to these allegations yet, but is user privacy slowly becoming a myth? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hi, I'm Farheen Khan, back from a short break, and here is the deep dive for November 14, 2022. The notoriety of cyber crimes is growing every day and in the last 2 months Australia faced two back-to-back attacks. The first one was at the Australian telecommunications company Optus which exposed data of about 10 million customers or about 40% of the country's population. This happened in September and the second one happened at Australia's largest health insurer Medibank. Now this ransomware attack happened last month and it exposed the medical histories and data of nearly 10 million people including current and former customers and also authorized representatives but as more reports of the details surface the hack seems to be much more serious than it was thought to be 
So the Medibank hacker, or perhaps hackers, reportedly demanded a ransom amount of about 10 million US dollars. However, the insurance company chose to not pay any ransom. But the attacker didn't take this denial too well and revenge dumped personal data of patients on the dark web. And we're talking private medical details of customers including abortions, treatment for drug and alcohol addiction, phone numbers, addresses, date of birth, billing codes, ID numbers and full names of the people. What's more discomforting is that the attacker strategically chose to release data after categorizing it under naughty and good lists, with the former list including some high-profile patients who sought treatments for drug addiction or alcohol abuse. Some other lists were labeled as boozy and abortions. It's almost like a humiliating tit-for-tat. Could this disaster be averted in case the company chose to pay the ransom? Speaking to Bloomberg, David Coxcar, Medibank's CEO, said that he believes paying the ransom could encourage the attacker and make Australia a bigger target, as reported by Bloomberg. Even the FBI discourages paying any ransom demands. And Australia's Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, has backed Medibank's decision. The Australian government is reportedly even looking into whether the country needs laws to make ransom payments illegal. As far as the investigation goes, so far there isn't any concrete information, but the Australian Federal Police has blamed it on cybercriminals based in Russia. Medibank has also initiated an investigation into the breach to assess the damage. As per TechCrunch, it launched a cyber response support package for the affected customers. This includes hardship support, identity protection advice and resources, and reimbursement of government ID replacement fees. The company also launched a well-being line, a mental health outreach service, and personal duress alarms. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written and researched by Manaswini and Aritra, edited and produced by Shorbori, master and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.